Good evening, Empowered Ministers of God. It's a mighty Monday, and I'm so excited to share this brief message with you. And I trust and believe that you are diligently doing your hour during the prayer chain. I've seen the fire that's flowing on the page, and I'm excited. I know some of you are home, some of you are still working, but whatever be the case, we are still in God's army. And so let's say a word of prayer together. Our Lord and Savior, we give praise and glory to your holy name. We thank you because it is because of your love that we are not consumed. Lord, once again, we come into your presence from our diverse uh, areas, regions, wherever we are, sit we are sitting, wherever we find ourselves, in Ghana, outside of Ghana, listening to your word. Lord, we are one in spirit. And we want you to take over, take control, and speak to somebody, change somebody's life through this word. In Jesus' name, amen. Great. So wherever you are, you can just give me a Mighty Monday high five. And I send you a Mighty Monday high five in the name of Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I want you to keep up your Mighty Monday exercises. As I always say, if you see somebody who is not doing the exercise, don't marry a lady who doesn't do the exercise because she will make you pepper soup without fish. Don't marry any man who is not doing the exercise because he will let you wash clothes without any omo. And I know that we'll be seeing each other very soon so that you can observe those who are doing and those who are not doing. But until that time, let's get into the word of God together through this audio message. In the book of 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 14, that's where we're going today. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 14. I encourage those of you who are home to take your time and actually read your Bibles and pray. Do your quiet time now. You don't really have an excuse. So 1 Timothy 4, 14 says, Do not neglect your gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. This is an exhortation of, uh, from Paul to Timothy. He says, do not neglect your own gift. And so my topic today is unearthing the neglected gifts. My topic today is unearthing the neglected gifts. I encourage those of you who didn't listen to the previous audio, please go back and listen to it because it contains vital information as to what God is doing in this season. And one of the things he's doing is that he must strengthen us in our faith. Okay, in our Christian work, our individual work with him is, is, you know, it must be taken into account. So, it's a season of unearthing neglected gifts. This is the time where God is awakening the sleeping giants. Hallelujah. And so, I want to give you just three points concerning this. Um, and we'll talk about something else. So, number one, every laying on of hands contains impartation what did i say i said every laying on of hands contains impartation that's why we must be careful where we go for hands to be laid on us because you will receive an impartation whether positive or negative now the average charismatic or uh, average uh, modern day christian has received a lot of laying on of hands because you go here they lay hands on you they go here they lay hands on you we've laid hands on you with uh, all sorts of anointing or bodges and um Sabroso, we have used baby oil, Indian oil, fried to all the types of oil we have used to anoint you and lay hands on you. And every laying on of hands contains some form of impartation. In the case of Timothy, it was an impartation of a gift. Okay, And in your case, I believe you have received a gift. 
because point number two says every proper and i put it in quotes every proper impartation contains gifts of the holy spirit every proper impartation means we are imparting to you the spirit that is upon us like moses imparted the spirit upon him like the lord took the spirit upon moses and imparted it onto 70 other people so that they could help moses to do the work in the same way when we lay hands on you we are imparting to you the gift of god that is upon us and that impartation contains the gift of the holy spirit which we will talk about very soon and so number three point number three is what is your gift what is your gift what is your gift because <laughs> you are going everywhere looking for something but my question to you empowered minister of god what is your gift this question is very important and i'll tell you why it is important before i explain why this gift is very very this uh, yes why the gift is very very important i want to ask you a question and the question I want to ask is, why have you neglected your gift? Why have you neglected your gift? There could be so many reasons. Maybe you didn't know that you had a gift. I'm saying that you have a gift. I'm not talking about the person next to you, the person in the next room, you know, your pastor and your teacher, those things. I'm talking about you listening to me. You have a gift. And the question is, why have you neglected your gift? Could it be that you didn't know you had one? Could it be that you didn't have time to figure it out? Maybe you think, okay, okay, those there are some gifts. But I'm telling you that every person filled with the Holy Ghost has the gift of the Spirit. It's somewhere. It could be dormant inside your system. You have not activated it. You have not worked on it. So you didn't have time to figure it out. Maybe you are just not diligent about it. Okay? You are diligent about how to go out and make some money so you can buy some shoes, buy some wig, and buy some makeup and you know, take care of yourself and your family, which is very important. But you are not diligent to find out what's the gift of the Holy Spirit that is within you. And even those who have found out, why are you not using it? That's the other question. Could it be that you don't have the resources or information that you need to be able to accomplish what you need to accomplish? This is your, your contribution to the kingdom of God. The gift of the Holy Spirit within you is your contribution to the kingdom of God. You must use it so the kingdom will flourish. Because as God puts believers together, he gives us different gifts and expects that those different gifts will be applied in the setting where we meet. And the gifts that he has given to you will be applied in your family, in your environment, in your community, in your office. So if you are neglecting the gifts, it means that the kingdom is missing out on what he has given to, they have given to you to use. The kingdom resource is being wasted. So could it be that you didn't have enough resources or information? I'm giving information. This is information about how you need to find out about your gift and use it. Okay? Could it also be that the environment in which you find yourself has not been conducive? Sometimes our church environments are not conducive for the activation of the gifts of the Holy Spirit within us. We have some suppressive um, churches, suppressive environments which you don't want anybody to express themselves. We should all sit down and, you know, just receive, receive, receive. Okay, so if your church environment is not conducive, what other method can you use to express the gifts of God within you? Now, somebody is asking, what is she talking about, actually? I'm talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Where do we find this in the Bible? Romans chapter 12, verse 4 to 11. I'm sorry, yes. Romans chapter 12, verses 4 to 11. Romans chapter 12, verses 4 to 11. 
okay and i'm going to jump straight into verse 4 for as we have many members in one body but all members do not have the same function so we being many are one body in christ and individually members of one another having then gifts having then what gifts having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us let us do what let us use them look <laughs> this is the word of god i'm not i didn't create the bible verse 6 it says having then gifts it means you have the gift too once you are a member of the body of christ you have a gift okay and these gifts are different your gifts might be different from my gifts our gifts are not the same but you have a gift that differs according to the grace given to us so the grace i have is different from the grace you have but you have a grace it says that let us use them let us use the gifts let us use the gifts and then he names them number one prophecy if you have prophecy then prophesy in proportion to your faith ministry use it in ministering he who teaches in teaching he who exhorts in exhortation he who gives with liberality he who leads lead with diligence okay those are the, the gifts he has listed in Romans chapter 12. Okay, prophecy. He has listed me a ministry or service. Teaching, exhortation or encouragement. Okay, giving is a gift for your information. There are some people whose assignment on earth is to give. And some of them have decided to turn into stingy people. That's why nothing is working for you. Your gift is to give. So don't look at other people how much they are also giving. Because if your gift is to give, it means you're supposed to do it with liberality. Like freely. You have to just give. Okay. As a gift of the spirit. Okay, let's jump to First Corinthians chapter 12 from verse 6 to 8. First Corinthians 12 from verse 6 to 8. Oh, it's also talking about the gifts of the spirit. So let us begin from verse 6. Actually, sorry, it's verse 6 to 11. So from verse 6, there are diversities of activities. Hmm? Okay, let me start from verse 4. Sorry. There are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. Differences of ministries, but the same Lord. There are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. It's given to each one. Listen to this. It's not given to the pastors and teachers only. It's given to each one for the profit of all. It means if you don't use your gift, you are making us unprofitable as the kingdom. The kingdom balance sheet is not balancing because we are not using your gift. You have an, an asset which you are not using. Okay? So it becomes a liability to us. So he's saying that manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom. Okay? That's the gift of the Spirit. The word of wisdom. Through the Spirit. I, I, you know, the gift of the Spirit is a whole topic on its own. Today I'm just trying to encourage you to be aware that you have a gift. Okay? So the, the word of wisdom... Is one the word of knowledge is another faith is a gift of the spirit, gifts of, heal, of healing. So, where are the healers? This is the time we need you to rise up. Eh? Rise up, oh healers, rise up. We need you. Working of miracles, prophecy, discerning of spirits, different kinds of tongues, and interpretation of tongues. My favorite, one of my personal favorites, interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works in all these things, distributing to each one individually as He wills. It means it is God who gives the gifts. It's the Holy Spirit who gives the gifts. And He decides how, who He wants to give what and how He's going to apply that grace to you. So if He has given you the gift of healing, 
Don't be angry. Throw away the gift of healing and go and start asking that you want something else. Use what he has given to you because he knows why he gave it to you. Okay? Now, there, are, there, there is a whole teaching about how we can, we can and we should desire the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So if in your life you feel you have not yet understood or known the gifts that you have, the first thing you need to do is to pray. If I've, I've, listed, I've read through this list of gifts and you can't identify anything that applies to you, you don't have words of wisdom, you don't get words of knowledge, you, do, you are not uh, practice your healing ministry, discernment of gifts, uh, discernment of spirits, um, working miracles, all these things sound very strange and alien to you, then you need to step into a place of prayer. But I believe that each and every Christian has a gift. They probably have a feeling that maybe, you know, have a feeling that have the gift of healing. You just haven't stepped out in faith to apply that gift for it to work, okay? Somebody, you have the gift of working miracles. You just haven't tried it. That's why it's not yet working. You have to try it. The gift will be dormant until you activate it. The gift will be sitting there, even prophecy. You see, I can have knowledge about something and sit there and be looking quietly. So until and unless I activate that thing by speaking the word, I come and say, you know, this is what I see, this is what I hear, this is what I know. I can also sit with the gift of prophecy in my room and be quiet and be watching. You see? So the same way you're also sitting quietly with your gift of giving in your room and you don't want to give. Gift of serving, you don't want to serve. Gift of uh, teaching, you don't want to teach. So the, the Holy Spirit is awakening us during this season. He said, this is the season of an earthing neglected gift. So the gift you have neglected, which is in you, activate it now. That's what the Lord is trying to say to you. During this season of lockdown, during this season of shutdown, stay home, uh, whatever, those of you who are even going to work, you are not exempted. You need to activate the gift of spirit within you so that you can be an encouragement to the body of Christ, be an encouragement to your neighbors, your friends, and your family. So there are two good reasons I want to give you, two very good reasons why you must not neglect the gift that is within you. Because after all I've said, Somebody is like, oh, this is how you come to talk about. That's why I'm coming to talk about because it is important to the kingdom. And in this season, I've been talking about rapture readiness, being ready for the rapture. This thing I'm talking about now, activating the gift within you and using it, is important for these two reasons. And if you forget everything else, I say, remember these things. Two reasons. Number one, the reward or the crown that you are supposed to receive as a believer is dependent upon the work that you do on earth. Now, I want to clarify something and explain because somebody just went like, huh? Because they, they've heard that no works, no works, it's just grace, everything is by grace. Listen, we are saved by grace through faith. So I'm not talking about your salvation. I believe I'm talking to people whose salvation is already secure. Your salvation is by grace through your faith. All you need for salvation is your faith. Because God has supplied the grace. He has done everything. He just says believe. So you believe, you receive, and then you are saved. So I'm not talking about salvation. Works, there must be works. Because the Bible says that faith without action is dead. Faith without works is dead. Now, having received, believed and received your salvation, what does it mean? Do you just have to walk around on earth and eat kebab and, and bread with cheese and Banku with tilapia and jollof with chicken and just, you know, pizza and then be enjoying yourself. Or do you have any assignments? Do you have any work to do? I put it to you, people of God, that each one of us has an assignment. I'm doing my assignments. Are you doing yours? Your assignment is tied to the gift that has been given to you. Because if you are operating outside of your gift, then I don't know what you are operating. 
You see, it's just like a talent. You've been given a talent and then you choose not to use it. Maybe you, you have a beautiful singing voice and you choose not to sing, but you decide you want to go into banking. Okay, go into banking. You are doing something, Abby, but you are not using the gift that has been given to you. So what is your gift? If it is prophecy, if it is teaching, if it is exhortation, encouragement, giving, all those things, apply them because within your gift is the clue to your assignment. I'll say it again. Within your gift is the clue to your assignment. So if you are wondering, what did God put me on earth to do? Look at the gift he has given you. And that's the first clue you use to figure out what did God put me on earth for. Now, the maker knows the purpose of the product. God made you and he knows the purpose for which he created and put you on this earth. So you must talk to God about this issue. Okay? So there are rewards that we will receive as believers. Crowns that we will receive based on the work that we do on earth. So there are different crowns. That is a whole theology on its own. It's a whole message on its own. Maybe one day I'll come and talk about the crowns. The different crowns that we are going to receive on the other side. Me, I'm going to get, I plan to get a very nice one. I'm just, you know, excited about my crown. I think some of us don't even know there's a crown. Please, there's a crown, eh? It's a reward for the works that you do here on earth. The works that you do are based on the gifts you've been given. So please, apply yourself to this understanding and knowledge. What is your gift? And how are you going to use it for the benefit of the kingdom of God? Um, so why you shouldn't neglect your gift? Number one, because there is a reward or a crown. When uh, the parable of the talents was told, they gave somebody one talent. They gave somebody five talents. They gave somebody. And they required of them according to what was given to them. <laughs> so God is going to require of you based on what he has given, not based on whatever you just felt like doing. He will require of you based on what he gave to you. Therefore, you must know what he has given to you so you can use it. Point number two, why you shouldn't neglect your gift. Hallelujah. Point number two, why you shouldn't neglect your gift is because of the judgment seat of Christ. The judgment seat of Christ. This is found in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. Now, many of us believers, we think that judgment is only for unbelievers. We have... Let me say it well. There will be two judgments. There will be the judgment of the, of the believers versus unbelievers, which means separating the sheep from the goods. Separating the sheep from the goods. Okay? That was the one where you, you and I, we are safe. If you have accepted Christ, you are saved. You believe in him. You have trusted in him. You have, you know, he's your Lord and Savior. Then you are part of the sheep and not the goods. So that separation takes place. And you, you go to the, the correct side. Okay? That's not the one I'm talking about. I'm talking about 2 Corinthians 5.10. It says, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone, that who? Everyone may receive the things done in his body according to what he has done, whether it be good or it be bad. Paul is talking to the Corinthians. He's not talking to a bunch of unbelievers. He's talking to the Corinthian church. And he's telling them we must treat our brothers in with respect and you know we must be nice to each other. Why? Because at the end of the day, all of us individually, we will stand before the judgment seat of Christ. He's talking to believers. So you and I, we are going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ to receive, to receive, to receive, oh, to receive. When you stand before the judgment seat of Christ, we are going to receive according to what you have done. And so you must be doing something. Mm. Are you with me? You're going to receive according to what you have done. So you must be doing. We are going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. What is your gift? How are you using it? Because you are going to answer for it. Hallelujah. 
have the gift of prophecy, prophesy according to your faith. You have the gift of giving, give with, you know, give freely, with liberality. Give, give, give. Open your hands and give. You have the gift of healing. Go out and let's have some healing, healing ministry. The healers, I don't know where they are, they have passed. We have like one or two healers operating the whole world. Benihin is there. Uh, uh, now, eh? Billy, uh, Papa Billy has gone to rest. Papa Bonke has gone to rest. So where are the healers? Arise, oh, it's your time. The point I'm trying to make is very simple, and I'm, I'm done with this whole topic. The point I'm trying to make is simply this. We are unearthing the neglected gifts within you. I'm giving you a prayer point today. Go and talk to God about it. Lord, I've read this list of gifts. I don't know what is my gift. Let me also give you another clue. You can look at the list of gifts and say, I want the gift of healing. I want the gift of working miracles. I want the gift of prophecy. You can desire to have that gift. You can desire. And as you desire, you talk to the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Ghost, you are the giver of every good gift. I want the gift of healing. I want the gift of prophecy. Activate it in me. Activate it in me. Help me. Give me the gift. When he gives you the gift, it's not for him to come and work it. He's not going to... You see, he thinks that God is going to blow you as a wind. Blow you to go and stand somewhere and be shouting. Hey, that says the Lord. No. He put the gift in you and you have to work it. He put the gift in you and you have to activate and use it. Okay? So those of you, you know your gift. You are sitting on it. Please, it's time to arise. Those who don't know the gift, it's time to find out. Those who don't care, it's time to care. Because we are going to stand for the judgment seat of Christ. We are going to receive our rewards. And I want yours to be the biggest, best test crown in the whole, 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 whole universe. Hallelujah. Okay. So that is all I wanted to share with you today. I hope it was quick and painless. And um, we will talk about, maybe one day I'll do a, a session on the crowns so that you know more about the type of crowns you can receive. And then I'll do another session just on the gifts, breaking down the different gifts that you have, what they mean, how they work and all that. But for today, I just want you to know that and add the neglected gifts in you. Now you have time, so you don't have an excuse. You're not sitting in traffic, right? You are not picking up your children from school. You are not helping them with, I don't know. So do something about your gift. All of you have it. Most of us are focused so much on our problems that we don't bother to find out the gift. Now your problem, eh? pack it somewhere. Because for you know, the, the solution to your problem is in the gift God has given you. So find out what it is. Hallelujah. Let's pray together. I trust that you are all well and comfortable wherever you are. Just take a minute and let's talk to the Lord. Hallelujah. Lord God of heaven's armies, we have come to you this evening as your people, mighty Monday people. We have come to you and we say, Lord, take dominion, take control, take authority over everything that we do. Father, lead us not into temptation. Let there be a lifting up during this time of lockdown. Lift up your people spiritually. Lift them up physically. Lift them up mentally. Lift them up, oh Lord. Let there be a lifting. As the world is saying, there's a casting down. Lord, you are saying there's a lifting up. For everybody who has the mark of Christ on them, Father, let there be a lifting up. Lord, to everybody, listen to the sound of my voice. Let there be a lifting up. Cause your people to arise and shine. Cause us to arise and shine. Cause the business people to arise and shine. Cause the married people to arise and shine. Cause those single people to arise and shine. Cause
cause the children, the workers, the, the believers to arise and shine. Lord, let our gifts be awakened within us. Every dormant gift in anybody who is listening to me, the gifts of prophecy, the dreams they have been dreaming, the visions they have been having, Lord, cause an awakening. Father, the gifts of miracles, working miracles, healings. Father, the gifts of giving, the gifts of leadership, the gifts of exhortation. Father, let those gifts arise. The gifts of service. Father, let nobody be found wanting at the judgment seat of Christ. Let us all be able to present our works, our talents. Let us be able to present them with multiplication. Father, let this be our portion. As your people cause us to arise to the glory and honor of your holy name. We thank you, Lord Jesus, because you hear us, you answer us, you love us so much. We protect each and every one of us under the covering of the blood. None shall be lost. None that belong to Mighty Monday shall be lost. None that belongs to Mighty Monday shall be sick. None that belongs to Mighty Mondays, along with their families and their loved ones, none shall be lost, shall be preserved and protected by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. A lady wearing a red dress. Listen to me. Today you decide to wear a red dress. Is it a dress or it's not a dress? Sorry, it's just red. I don't know what it is. It looks like maybe you're in your house because it looks pajamas, some way. It's a red something that you are wearing. This is what the Lord said I should tell you. He said that the gift he has given to you is a gift of prophecy. It's a prophetic gift. And you have been dodging this thing for a long time. But the Lord said now it's time to arise. Because if you don't arise now, he's going to pass it to somebody else. Look, we are playing the match. The match is ongoing. And you are sitting on the bench. The only sensible thing a coach will do to a player who doesn't want to play the match is to replace him. So please, if you don't want to be replaced and become irrelevant on this earth, kindly enter the match and stop dodging God. God doesn't have time for what we are doing. We are in the last lap. We are in the end times. Arise, woman of God. Arise, who? Arise. Stop making excuses. It's time to arise. If you don't know what to do, call me and we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody, you had a dream that an angel came to visit you. And then you can't remember what the angel said. The angel came to stand at the foot of your bed, said something. You can't remember what the angel said. That word was just stolen from you. But the Lord is going to give it to you again. Because it's very important. It's an important message. You need to hear it. So the Lord is going to send that angel back. But this time, please be attentive. Remember what I've been talking about dreams Clean up your room, anoint your bed, anoint yourself. Make sure you take a good shower before you sleep eh? so that the angels will be able to operate in your environment. And immediately the angel speaks to you, wake up and write down what you have seen, what you have heard, so that you don't make the same mistake again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody, your daughter, your daughter's name starts with C. You have a daughter. Her name starts with C. C, C for cat. The daughter's name starts with C. And you are so worried about her because she has some friends which, who are not good. God said he's using this season to break those friendships. Ah, God is good. He's using this season to break those friendships off of your daughter's life. He's using this season to break those friendships. And uh, these Egyptians you see today, you will see them no more. I need to end here so that I don't have a file which is too big for you to download. I pray for the peace of God to be your portion. I believe there's a lifting in your home, a lifting in your workplace, a lifting in your church, a lifting wherever you find yourself. God will lift you up. He will raise you up. The King of Glory is coming to you in Jesus' name. Until next Monday, this is Reverend Tamara. Thank you for enjoying with me the mighty Monday. I miss you all. I love you all. God bless you. Bye.